Parents, if your kids love listening to audio stories, but you don't want them using your phone all the time to listen to them, you need a story button. Story button is a screenless device that makes it easy to listen to kid podcasts, audiobooks, and more without having to use a tablet, phone, or keep track of any cards or toys. Fan favorites like Miles the Brave and Treasure Galaxy will give your kids an extra spark of exciting imagination, while the bedtime category will help your kids as they get ready to sleep. Go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. Story Button. Imagination lives here. Hello again and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. Today's story is called One King, Two Kings, Lots and Lots of Kings. This comes from 1 Kings chapter 15 verses 24 through 34 and 1 Kings chapter 16. I have adapted some of this to keep it age appropriate. So please go back and read the scriptures yourself, including what is best for your family. If you are curious to see the things that I may adapt and our belief statement, you can find all of that on our website at kbspodcast.com and read that information. This is our last episode on Solomon. What a journey it has been. I am so proud of you for following along and really learning your Bible. We will begin today hearing about more kings. Do you think many wanted to become king or queen? Yes. Yep. In fact, some wanted it so badly that they were willing to do terrible things to get there. Notice how many kings we go through today. Let's begin our story here. Nadab, son of Jeroboam, became king of Israel, and he reigned over Israel for two years. Oh, we heard his name last week. Right. Nadab did evil in the eyes of the Lord, following the ways of his father and committing the same sins his father had caused Israel to commit. <laughs> Or soon his kingdom will be all mine. Basha said to himself. Basha plotted against Nadab. And when the moment he had been waiting for came, he struck him down. Watch out, King Nadab! Watch out! And just like that, Basha became king. Basha was thrilled to wear the crown. He strut through the kingdom with his puffed-out chest so all could see his pride. During his reign, he too fought other kingdoms. One of them was Asa, king of Judah, who we heard about last week. Do you remember? Was he a good king? Yes. Yes. There was war between these two throughout their reigns. Why don't you come over here and prove it? Oh, yeah? Well, maybe I will. Well, I dare you. Well, I dare ya. 
That doesn't even make sense. What are you daring me to do? The kings argued back and forth. Basha reigned twenty-four years and did evil in the eyes of the Lord, following the ways of Jeroboam and committing the same sin that Jeroboam had caused Israel to commit. Then the word of the Lord came to Jehu, telling him about Basha. And the Lord's word said this, Tell Basha, I lifted you up from the dust and appointed you ruler over my people. But you followed the ways of Jeroboam and caused my people Israel to sin. And to arouse my anger by their sins. So I am about to wipe out Basha and his house. Eventually, Basha dies, and his son, Ella, becomes king next. But Ella don't get used to the king's throne. Because it won't last long. Zimri, one of his own officials, made plans to take the kingdom from Ella. No, not again! Well, Mama and Daddy said I'm the best, and I deserve to be king. Why shouldn't I get what I want? Life is all about me. Zimri said in his pouty, selfish voice. Boy, I told you. Everyone wanted to be king. Look at these men, fighting, arguing, treating one another badly. Well, Zimri's plan worked, and soon he was ruling as king. Now there was an Israelite army camping further away, and when they heard what Zimri had done, they were displeased. I'm not taking orders from Zimri. I say we name our own king. Omri, it should be you. Omri was the commander of the army. The men cheered and pounded their spears on the ground in approval. Omri and the army set off to take over. The kingdom. Zimri fearfully watched as the city was taken. He was so upset that he set the palace on fire. Now Omri was king of Israel, but <sighs> Omri did evil in the eyes of the Lord and sinned more than all those before him. Do you see a pattern here? A king dies, and then what happens? A new king comes. And have they been ones that obey and love God? No. When Omri dies, he passes on his kingdom to his son Ahab. Everyone say Ahab. Ahab. Good. You will need to remember him, because Ahab, he is going to be an important person in the upcoming episodes. 
You know how the movies you watch often have a good guy who has an enemy or a villain, and they have to defeat them or protect the people from them? Like the three little pigs have the big bad wolf, or Spider-Man has Dr. Octopus to fight against, Rapunzel has the wicked lady, well, Ahab will be like the villain. People fear him. Let's keep reading and you'll hear some reasons why this is. Ahab did more evil in the eyes of the Lord than any of those before him. Not only did he think... Committing sins? <laughs> what does that even mean? And who can tell me what sins even are? I'm just going to do what I want. Not only did he take sin lightly, but he also married Jezebel. Oh, no! Y'all, she's bad news. After marrying Jezebel, Ahab began to serve Baal and worship him. He set up an altar for Baal in the temple of Baal that he built in Samaria. And he did more to arouse the anger of the Lord, the God of Israel, than did all of the kings of Israel before him. Well, that is it for our story today. But before we go, let's think about what we just heard. Wow, you did it. You started with King David, met his son Solomon, and followed the journey all the way to the end of our series. You probably know more about Solomon than most people. Now we can better understand why the kingdom was divided, why there were fights. We see the impact Solomon had on all of this. You are really doing a great job learning your Bible, which is so, so important. I heard a very smart woman named Jen Wilkin explain it like this. If we just read a few verses and didn't try to learn more about it, it would be like us getting mail and doing this. Here, I'll, I'll show you. Hmm, I wonder if I got any letters today. Ah, perfect. Let's see what we have here. She opened the letter, and instead of reading who the letter was for, or who wrote it, when they wrote it, she just ripped it open and jumped right in, reading the middle of the page, which said, You'll love the Mario game we get to play, and make sure to bring your soccer ball. Hmm. I like playing Uno, not Mario, and I don't have a soccer ball. What are they talking about? What's that? I don't know. Oh, it's for me. It's for Lucy. She didn't realize the letter was for her brother, who it was from, or when it was sent, so it didn't make as much sense to her. It's kind of like that with our Bible. It's always always good to read your Bible, 
So even if you just open it up and read or hear one verse, that's still wonderful, and the Holy Spirit will help you understand what you read. But as you get older, I hope that you begin to understand your Bible better by learning who wrote that part, what was happening at the time they wrote it, and learn what God is teaching you through His Word. Since you listened to the Solomon series, how many chapters of the Bible do you think that you heard? Take a guess. Mm, let's do 15, actually. 12. Thanks for guessing. Well, you heard 16 chapters from the Bible. That's a lot. And in reading that much, could you see how the people we read about impacted other people that we learned about later? Yes. Yeah. And through it all, who did we see was always in control? God. Yep. Over and over and over again, we heard God remained faithful to his promises. That it all happened just as he said it would, and that he was always there. Whether there were wars or peace, whether there was a good king or a bad one, God was always there. Do you think he is always with you? Yes. But what about if you live far away or some people around you don't follow God? Is he still with you then? Of course. Yes, absolutely. God will always be with you. It doesn't depend on us. Thank goodness. It depends on God. And that's good news. Because we can trust our loving Father. Well, that is it for our story today. I am so proud of you for going through the whole Solomon series. The next episode will be a different story from our Bible, and then we will go right into the exciting life of Elijah, just as I promised. If you have enjoyed this podcast, would you please help us by writing a review on Apple iTunes, rating us on Spotify, or sharing us on your social media, tagging at Kids Bible Stories. This really helps other families discover this free resource. Thanks again. And as always, bye for now.